your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Now, it is that worrying time of year again for so many. The Leaving Cert results are out online today at 10 a.m. And I'm sure there are plenty of nerves around Limerick as I speak. Important to note, no matter what happens today, there are other options and other paths you can go down to get your dream course and the very best of luck to everyone. Now, we've Julie O'Connor from Synergy and Michelle Flynn, Career Hub Limerick, to give us some advice about the results and what to do next. And you're both very welcome. Um, Julie, first of all, this grade inflation thing. So they've artificially adjusted the results that will come out at 10 o'clock. What's that about? That's to try and give an even keel to the students um, that did the Leaving Cert last year and those that did it this year and deferrals and so on. Uh, And with that also, because this particular year group have been living through the pandemic, trying to work and study through the pandemic since their transition year, typically for a lot of the students. So they've had a really tough ride. So it's a way of trying to equalise what happened from last year um, Now, other countries are approaching it slightly differently, that they're taking a step back to try and normalise the grades. But Norma Foley has decided this year to keep that grade inflation consistent with last year. Mm, University leaders aren't too happy about it. Uh, I understand because at the end of the day, the students, regardless, will be in competition with each other. So whether they have 50 points more or 50 points less, the ranking of those students, we would like to think is probably going to be the same. And the, the, there was um, Galway University last night in UIG, the president there was talking about the impact that students are coming in with the impression that they can do an awful lot better as a result of their high points, when in actual fact, they're probably not as good as the points they're getting this year relative to what they would have been in other years. And I suppose last year was a nearly 30% increase in the number of students over 500 points, and whereas it was 15% in the previous year, pre-pandemic. So there is a big sort of grade inflation that is happening there, and they're typically the high points, of course, are related to sort of those high points that we're talking about as well. Mm. Michelle, is the only way to get your results this morning online at 10 o'clock? Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Julie. Uh, yes, so the CSSP, which is the Candidate Self-Service Portal, that opens at 10. And we're just kind of encouraging students the last couple of days, you need your exam number and your password to get onto that. So I suppose schools have started back within the last week or so. And, Joe, you know, they're back in order. The Career Guidance Councils are working. So is the principal, the deputy, the students are back in class. So there was kind of a push to kind of maybe keep them online. So some students may go in and there might be a spreadsheet, but you won't actually get your physical results in school this morning. They're online. But what about the solidarity, indeed the drama of that that so many of us would be acquainted with? You know, is it not slightly cheating students not to get that opportunity to stand around and, and, you know, to comfort or congratulate afterwards? 100%. 100%. It's a big day. It's a momentous day. They've put so much work into it. They want to be around their friends naturally, their family. They want to celebrate. And it's a big day. There's going to be moments of high. There's going to be moments of low. So yes, I suppose it is kind of taking that away from them. And I suppose the worrying thing, even yesterday, I did a poll on Instagram and 33 
90% of the students still said to me they didn't have access to their CSSC, which is the portal. So that was kind of worrying as well. It's new to them. They're already nervous, you know. So it's, it's a big thing, I suppose, to remove from them as well, you know. Yeah. Julia, um, Michelle mentioned that maybe it's an option for some to go in. I mean, are you aware of any schools that are facilitating uh, something like that this morning? Uh, I'm not aware of any specific schools, but it is the way it's advertised that you can either get it via the um, candidate self-service portal or go into the school for 10 a.m. Oh, I thought people weren't going into the school for 10 a.m. Yeah, they won't actually have the results available. So what's the point in going into the school at 10 a.m. then? Yeah, I see, I see. I suppose it's for the likes of a student who will say yesterday, as I said, who doesn't, who actually cannot get onto their with a portal and they're panicking. Uh, for some reason, they, they mightn't have access to it. I don't know, they should. Uh, they may go in and maybe meet the principal and I'm sure they'll try to help them and log on. But officially, it has been advertised, as you said, at 10 a.m. online or has come in to get them online. The traditional way of the envelope and meeting the principal won't be there today. Okay, okay. I think that confuses the people enormously, yeah. I would say. Yeah. You know, they wouldn't know whether they're coming or going with that one. Yeah, it has come come in, home. come in, yeah. but we won't hand them to you. But you might have a spreadsheet, and then but do them at home and do them online. Yeah, but it's, in a school I, they have supports. That's the thing as well. Do, yeah. So they'd have the guidance counselor, they'd have the principal. So if they want that to do it in a bit more of a, a, a caring, holistic, and getting advice on the spot rather than doing it from their own home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do, we, do we think there. that they'll go back next year to August results when schools are not open and rather preparing to open? Fingers crossed. <laughs> but we, we'd hate to, you know, we would have not have predicted that the results would have been as late as they are this year. But it, let's hope it does go back and that the grades will go back to more normal reflection of what people are getting and the exams themselves will be going back to normal choice. Did they beef up the opportunity to do the exams later than normal as well? Is that one of the impediments to getting them out in August this year? Well, the the points were delayed because, one, they had to have a backup option if COVID was an impact of students and they couldn't sit the exam. They had to have an alternative leaving cert. So those who sat that for whatever reason, whether it was illness, bereavement or elements like that that could have influenced them. They now had an alternative date for the leaving cert, but that didn't until mid-July. So as a result, it delayed um, in terms of examiners getting the opportunity to correct papers. And also there seemed to be a struggle with the SEC in terms of getting examiners this year. So all those have played an impact in delaying the results. Mm. We're talking to Julie O'Connor of Synergy Careers and Michelle Flynn, Career Hub Limerick. So the results are out at 10 o'clock. When uh, will the CAO offers happen then, Julie? Okay, the CAO offers September 8th, which is a Thursday at 2 p.m. is round one offer. Okay, now vast proportion of students will be getting their, an offer. Typically, you get it around uh, 80% that get either one, first, second or third um, in terms of their CAO preference listing. They could get two offers. They could get an offer from their level eight list of courses that they've uh, uh, filled in and a level six seven list. So it's very important they look at the offers they get way up what one is best suited to what they want to progress to and they have the deadline date to accept that offer up until the 14th of September which is the following Wednesday at 3pm. Now the one thing I would say Michelle is that uh, there are an awful lot of vacancies in jobs and in companies across the economy right now Um, and we're actually almost at 
full employment, aren't we? So in that sense, at least there's something to look ahead to. Of course, people may want third level options, but maybe they don't. Absolutely. And I suppose that the, the most important thing to remember today, there are so many options. Like you mentioned there, there are jobs available straight away for those who maybe want to look elsewhere. There are so many options. For example, uh, UCAS, which is in the UK, they're still on their clearing until the 18th of October. So anybody receiving results today can still actually apply for any availability in courses that may suit them. So that's an immediate, we'll say, um, pathway you could take. Others then, for example, apprenticeships, there are 66 apprenticeships in absolutely a vast kind of areas different from construction to ICT, finance. There's 17 more being developed. That's a huge kind of an area as well. And I think most importantly, and for me, I suppose the biggest backup um, plan, and I've seen people do this and come out and got their chosen careers, are PLCs. So they're post-leaving search uh, courses. There are over 1,900 to choose from. So there's a massive, massive scope. And basically it allows you to get a QQI award if you pass the exams. And you can get through the CAO that way. So, for example, about 20% of CAO applicants are going down that route. They're getting their PLC, they're getting their results, they're getting their PCY award, and it allows them to access the CAO then in a different way. So, like, PLCs, they're in nursing, post-primary teaching, you know, they're in um, digital marketing, business law. There's so many of them, and I see people every day applying for these, doing them, gaining skills, gaining confidence, and going back then and applying again to the CEO and maybe getting the course that they missed out on today. So even if you miss out on results today, yes, 100% is disappointing. You know, maybe you had a career path in mind, but there are so, so, so many options available and that's hugely important for everyone to remember. Julie, one of the hardest things I think for a parent in these circumstances is frankly to be a good actor because particularly (laughs) if the results are coming through at home at 10 o'clock, the parent needs to make sure they don't look disappointed if the results are not what they expected. Forget about the student. Absolutely. And it is started to put that poker face on. Um, and understandably, parents are equally as anxious, and especially the first time parents, uh, in, in, because they're so invested in, in what's going to happen as a result and how their son or daughter is going to react in receiving those results. But I suppose one of the things to forewarn both the parent and the student, there is a degree of anticlimax today. Yes, they're getting the results but then they don't know until next week what they're going to get with those results for a lot of the students. But as Michelle rightly pointed out, there are so many backup options. There's so many ways, as they say, to skin a cat from the point of view of alternative pathways. And that's really important to remember that there is backup options for students. Taking that gap year, looking at apprenticeships, looking at PLCs, they're brilliant opportunities for students. And Julie, what will you be doing online from Monday to support students? Now, in what I do in relation to students, and this is particularly important for parents of students that are going into sixth year, I offer careers webinars for students and parents to support them. Because the one thing I find is that an awful lot of parents do feel that overwhelmed, do feel that anxiety, don't know where to look or how to find out information. So these webinars are basically to inform them about the information their son and daughter is getting in school, but in a way to support their son and daughter. And this Monday, the talk is about careers research and preparation 
for open days and they're hugely important when someone is starting off in their sixth year to get first about, okay, well, how can I hit the ground running here? What kind of research I can do when it comes to open days, when it comes to online resources? And we'll go through all that. And I do it in conjunction with guest speakers from colleges and people that provide those very resources to help students and parents. And uh, Mm -hmm. that gives that overall perspective for parents. And it happens every Monday. And Michelle, why did you set up your hub? So I set up my career hub, Joe, because there are so many students I feel, you know, now under pressure and uncertain what they want to do with their lives. And I suppose my message is to help them one-on-one, to give them to support. So like I have parents who say, who might ring me and say, you know, my son or daughter hasn't a clue, they're 17, what they want to do, which is so understandable. So I'd meet them and I might do a bit of testing, see where they're at, look at their interests, talk to them, listen to them. We do a one-on-one session. We work out different colleges. And a lot of them leave me kind of saying, you know, I didn't know I could go into nursing that way. I didn't know that I could go to Poland to study medicine, for example. I couldn't get into veterinary and UCC. You know, I can go abroad. I can do a PLC. I can access my teaching. So I think students, you know, are not okay with what you can actually do. And I just feel that I can help them kind of reach where they want to go, like today, if they don't receive their points. And I suppose my other kind of side, I have an Instagram page, which I feel I try to give as much information as I can. And just as today you were saying for parents and how they feel, and it's a huge day for them. I think practically for them, like as you said there, the CA offers are not out till next week, so it's a long week. However, there are many, many things going on this week that maybe students only know about, and I hope they know about, is that, for example, if they get their scripts today and they say, you know, I only got a H5 in English, what happened there? It's so important that they know that there's a really, really narrow window for the whole week. So, for example, on Tuesday, on the portal that I was telling you about where they'll access their leaving cert results, at Tuesday, the 6th, so next Tuesday, at 12 o'clock, they can actually access their breakdown. So, for example, they can say, oh, look, in English, I only got 60 out of 100 in my essay. That can lead them then to decide if they actually want to view their scripts. And again, just for parents, there's a very narrow gap there. It's Tuesday the 6th up to just the following day, Wednesday the 7th. There's only like let, just 24 hours where they can actually apply to view the script. Yeah. Some people don't want to view them, but it can make a difference if you feel you're really disappointed with a subject today, what happened, and then you can, might lead on to maybe appealing next week as well or apply to appeal. Um, so, uh, yeah, and, and one, one final point, Julie. I mean, this traditionally, the Leaving Cert used to remind me of the way junior doctors were treated. You know, older doctors would say, well, we stayed up 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and sure, we did our best with the patients, and you have to do the same thing with no sleep. The Leaving Cert, unfortunately, an aspect of it over the years has been a stick to beat young people with. And things were altered during COVID. But it feels like from next year on, it's going to return to being a stick to beat people with. Uh, Well, I do believe, and I think Michelle and myself both allude to this, there is something for everyone. Yes, like in life and like in everything, you have to put the best front forward. You have to do the best you can. And if you are academic, do the best leaving search you can. And it's all about embracing that and encouraging that. But if you can't get the 500 points, there are alternative ways to get into that career area. And maybe the academic side doesn't suit you. Maybe you're better off learning by doing, whether it be through an apprenticeship. So there is, and I think that's what's important compared to when in our day, there wasn't that alternative. There wasn't the alternative of the PLC. There's 83 apprenticeships out there at the moment. 27 of them are the craft apprenticeship, which would have been the case in our time. So an awful lot of opportunities exist now. Just parents and students need to be more open to them. 
because there's a too many, there's too high a proportion going on in depending on third level when there's very valid alternative routes of getting qualification. All right. Very good. And I know junior doctors these days are called non-consultant hospital doctors, but honestly, life's too short to be saying that all the time. I know. Thank you both very much uh, for great advice this morning and the best of luck, of course, to the thousands of Limerick students waiting on their results at 10 this morning. Michelle Flynn of Career Hub Limerick and Julie O'Connor of Synergy Careers. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live.